Hello, and welcome to Saint Stories for Kids, a weekly podcast full of fun stories and facts about the holy men and women that have come before us. I'm your host, Chantal Barros. Saint Stories for Kids is brought to you by Shining Light Dolls. Discover award-winning Catholic dolls, books, toys, and more. Passing on the faith through proven play-based learning. Catholic mom design, Catholic kid approved. Visit www.shininglightdolls.com to learn more. And check out our new free Saint of the Day app, where you can listen to all your favorite Saint Stories for Kids episodes and view the Saint artwork. The free app is available in the iTunes App Store and is coming soon to Android as well. Welcome to our fourth special Lenten episode. The final pillar of Lent is almsgiving, which is a fancy sounding word for donating our money, goods, and time to the less fortunate. Almsgiving is an important way to show our love for other people and for God. While it is an important part of Lent, taking care of others through almsgiving is actually part of the year-round life of a Christian. But Lent is a great opportunity to check in with ourselves to see if God is calling us to do more. Sometimes giving can be scary. We worry that if we give too much, there won't be enough left for us. But the saints teach us to trust God as he is not to be outdone in generosity. Today we'll be telling the story of Saint Omobuono, whose feast is celebrated on November 13th. Omobuono was born during the 12th century in Cremona, Italy. His family was well-to-do as his father was a successful tailor and merchant. Omobuono was married and had a family and felt that God was calling him to be a successful business person so that he could support both his family and the poor of his town. He was very holy and went to daily mass. He is the patron saint of shoemakers, tailors, cloth workers, and business people. Now it's time for our story. Omobono's children laughed and giggled as the carriage bumped down the Italian country road. <laughs> they hung their heads out the windows, waving and smiling at everyone they passed. Get your heads back in here, their mother scolded. You're scaring me half to death leaning out like that. The children obediently repositioned themselves inside the carriage and proceeded to make silly faces at each other and the laughter continued. Omobono smiled. His life was incredibly blessed. He had a beautiful wife and wonderful children, and he had been lucky enough to be born to a very hard-working father that had left him enough money to start his own business. And that business continued to grow and prosper. Sometimes it almost seemed miraculously. Because of his successful business, he was able to provide well for his family, and he was able to help so many of the poor people in his community. Today was his day off, so he was taking his family on a picnic in the countryside. It was a beautiful, warm summer day. The sun was shining and the birds were singing. He gazed out of the carriage, watching the Italian countryside pass by. They were far away from the city now and nearing their destination. As he watched out the window, he suddenly saw a family sitting on the side of the road, looking exhausted. The sight of the poor family sitting exhausted in the sun struck Omobono's heart with sadness. Driver, please stop. Yes, right here, please stop, Omobono called out. The carriage came to a sudden halt, and he reached for the picnic bag. What are you doing? his wife asked him. I saw a poor family just back there on the side of the road. They look exhausted. And sitting there in the hot sun, they will probably feel even worse soon. I'm going to offer them some food and drink and see if they need a ride, he replied. His wife looked concerned. But Omobono, what about us? If you keep giving away everything we have to the poor, what will be left for us? She felt bad saying it, 
but she also worried about her own children's empty stomachs. Omobono smiled gently at his wife. Don't worry, he said. God will take care of us, and we will take care of others. And with that, he hopped out of the carriage with the picnic bag and went to the poor family. The people were near to fainting. They were so tired from their journey. They were, in fact, pilgrims making their way into the city to visit a shrine. Hello, said Omobono, approaching them. You look like you could use a drink and something to eat. Please take this, he said, placing the basket in front of them. So right there on the side of the road, the poor pilgrim family had a picnic. They ate all the bread and drank all the wine. And after doing so, they felt so much better, they were ready to continue their journey towards the city. St. Omobono wished them well, and with his empty wine flasks and basket, went back to his own family. His wife looked at the empty basket and then back at Omobono. Really? Everything? What are we supposed to have for our picnic now? She asked, disappointedly. Oh, we'll still have a good time, he said cheerfully. There's a lovely little stream just over there, he said, gesturing over the hill near some trees. We can maybe find some wild berries. The kids will just love that. And have some fresh stream water. It'll be great, don't worry. His wife did not look excited, but shrugging her shoulders, she closed the lid of the basket and went back to trying to control the children. So they rode a little farther up the road until they made it to their picnic spot, with no picnic. The children went tumbling out of the carriage and off running through the field to hunt for berries, their mother close behind. Omobono collected the basket and empty wine casks from inside the carriage and called after them. I'll go fill these with water from the stream and meet you by those trees in a few minutes. He went down to the stream and filled the empty wine casks with water. The family regrouped under the shade of a tree. They laid down a blanket, and the children showed their father the flowers and berries they had collected. Wonderful, he said, rubbing one of the children on the head. After all that exploring, who would like a drink? His wife gestured for the wine flask filled with water. I could use a bit of water, thank you. She opened the flask and taking a sip, her face filled with confusion. I thought you gave everything to the poor family. I didn't know there was another flask of wine in the carriage. Also confused, Omobono took the flask from his wife and taking a sip exclaimed, there wasn't another. Moments ago, I filled this flask myself with water from the stream. Now it's full of the finest wine. My God, it's a miracle. The husband and wife had been so distracted by the water changed to wine that they hadn't noticed the children happily eating bread on the blanket. Uh, children, where did you get that bread? Omobono asked, suddenly realizing that there shouldn't have been any bread in the basket at all. In the basket, father, they replied, and it's the best bread ever, the smallest one added. Omobono bent down and broke off a piece of the finest bread he had ever tasted. My goodness, he said, a picnic provided to us by angels. The family ate and drank their fill, and their summer picnic turned out to be even better than they had planned. The story of St. Omobono reminds us that we don't have to be afraid to be generous, because God can never be outdone in generosity. St. Omobono, pray for us. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope you enjoyed the story. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend, and reviews are always appreciated. Until next time!